This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Gate. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this second Umble episode of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you are able to check out the first episode, which aired on Tuesday, where we began the massive, comprehensive coverage of Umble 2021. Starting with my conversation with Patrick Dwyer, who shared his thoughts about various parts of the two nights, including the All Night Wrong set, the Stuart set, that glorious two-song set on night one, the acoustic set, and the hidden gem divisions inside of there, and so much more. Thank you again to Patrick for taking the time. This was a lot of fun to have your contributions. There is a link in the show notes where you can give that a listen if you haven't. And there's also a link in the show notes for my 2021 Umble Highlights Nugs playlist if you wanted to give that a spin. And if you're a member of the Crooked Conversations video community, videos of these conversations will be added soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And if video is your thing and you haven't signed up yet, you're definitely going to want to check this out. There is a link in the show notes where you can find out more or head to datcmediacompany.com. Continuing on with the Humble discussions, up next, my conversation with Drina Hartman and Alex Pinto, who share their thoughts on the two nights. We start out with the All Night Wrong set and what made their ballad, including the interesting, and I think would be super fun, La Isla Bonita by Madonna, which I will link in the show notes if you're not familiar with that tune. And when I was listening to it after Alex mentioned this, I knew the song, so when he said it, I thought of it instantly. But I wanted to listen to it after he brought this up in our conversation and so I watched it on YouTube the video um which like I said I'll link it in the show notes um but there's horns in it so maybe a future uh New Year's Eve debut we'll see I don't know keep your fingers crossed Alex I could definitely see it happening someday they also talk about the joy of finally getting that senor mouse After the canceled Beacon show in 2016 because of the blizzard snowstorm situation that happened, um, I actually want to talk more about that sometime, um, whether it's with Alex or with somebody else who um, was there and dealt with that. I don't know a whole bunch about that story, um, so I would love to talk with somebody about that um, sometime. We also talk about how Umfreeze has helped broaden our musical horizons 
Um, I know I mentioned that a couple times here on the show over the years. Um, and, and, you know, Alex says that too. Um, and Patrick actually mentioned that in last week's episode or Tuesday's episode um, about the All Night Wrong set helping broaden his musical horizon. So it was interesting and awesome to hear Alex say the same um, because, like I said, I've said the same and Patrick said the same as well. So that was very cool. We also get into that delicious two-song set, the return of Search For, the S2 set, and their contributions, and their friends' contributions, and, of course, we talk about Keyboard Galaxy. They also share their thoughts on Umble being two nights, six sets, instead of one night, four quarters, and... We have to shout out Bobby and his shorts holding up the card before each round during the weekend. And if you weren't there or you didn't watch the stream and you missed that, well, you you definitely missed that. <laughs> Thank you to Drina and Alex for taking the time to chat and for offering your insights from the weekend. This was so much fun, guys. So thank you. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of umfreaks? Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an umfreaks-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow Umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. So here is my chat with Alex and Drina. So I'm excited to talk about all things Umble with you guys. <laughs> I was just living vicariously through Drina on the rail. <laughs> I love watching my friends on the rail on the stream. Like it makes me feel like I'm there. And then just to see you always just having so much fun. It's the best. So I'm excited to talk about all of it. Just straight vibing the entire time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you, I'm assuming you guys have been to the Capitol theater before. I mean, where you live, so you've been oh, yeah, there. Yeah. 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 It's like a 30 or 35 minute drive like, without traffic at night. Nice. So it's like, we love that venue like that. And, uh, the beacon are like our top two to travel to, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're close, yeah. like, yeah, that, yeah. You have to. <laughs> yeah, we get, yeah. We get the excuse to like coast our friends and junk. So that's always nice too. kind of return in sure. favor. For sure. For sure. Like that's kind of something I'm sad about is like, nobody comes here on a Wednesday to Buffalo to see Umphreys like because <laughs> that's when they always come you know so it's like nobody's coming here that day 
<laughs> so I can never like have my friends. So it's kind of, it sucks a little, but it's okay. Oh, we'll, we'll stop by one Wednesday without it being on free. We'll make sure of it. Yeah. Maybe we'll make sure like Aqueous is playing that weekend too. Whatever. Yeah. You know, the kids will be like stoked about it. So. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. So I guess let's talk about all night wrong. First of all, um, share a little bit of what each of you guys voted for. Oh, geez. If well, you remember. put in one, one ballot. For the both yeah. of us, we couldn't okay. just fill it out. But I know we we, we wrote in Madonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We put a. All votes matter. <laughs> okay. That's not a terrible idea. Like, no, I, I'm here I, I for thought, that. I thought what like, song? Uh, Isla Bonita. Okay. Uh, okay. I thought like Bayless could probably crush that. Yeah, like, that's instantly what I thought. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Because then I had the dream about it the next day and I thought it happened, but it didn't happen. And I was really sad about it. Yeah, I would have been really sad about that, too. (laughs) Well, maybe someday you put it out there now. Like it's it's out there. So the universe, hopefully. I mean, if we're doing that, then I hope Limp Biscuits out there Forearms, TKY. (laughs) I hope the whole repertoire of like 2000s emo music is also going to be on there. Well, I think any Madonna like request, I think you need to like slip that across the table to Racky and like make that happen at a fate night because that's probably when Bayless would be loose enough for that. Oh, yeah. yeah Honestly, yeah. <laughs> that's when you're going to get the best one. For sure. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Fate night's always my favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, so what was like your favorite then? Like what was your favorite cover that they did? Oh, man. Um, I think for me, it was pretty, like, that's probably the one set I've listened to the most besides the, uh, Stuart set. And, you know, I was telling Drina that, um, you know, I didn't really have a lot of that type of music when I was growing up. So my mom wasn't listening to Hall and Oates. She, like, she was listening to Enrique Iglesias and my dad liked, you know, Brazilian music. And I had my punk stuff that I liked that it wasn't really anything that I was really listening to. So. Like, um, I w- at first, when the covers had started, I was like, ah, you know, I wasn't like uh, hyper excited about it, but that was my cat. <laughs> um, but uh, as the set went on, um, you know, I got really hyped about it. You know, Hall of Notes, that first, uh, I think it was the first song they played that night, right? Mm-hmm. Hall of Notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so fun. And the jam they like bounced into was amazing. And it's going to sound crazy, but I don't think I've ever listened to uh, Rosanna full through and through yet. And I know it's, it sounds insane, but um, after hearing them do it, I, I think I put it on repeat three times on the way to the city for the commute. And then that day I started listening to that band's like repertoire. And that's kind of how I did it with the police too. So I, I think it's like, uh, it's cool to have that, you know, to have them introduce oh, yeah. that kind of stuff to me. And uh I'm definitely grateful for that cover set for that reason. Also, yeah, I mean, the jams were really fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They they definitely nailed that, Rosanna. Like, it's embarrassing how many times I've listened to that full set. Like, I I was excited about it anyways, but they honestly just blew me away with with it, really. So. And I love that. Like, that's one of the things for me, too, with bands. And But mine is more like when they cover newer music because like my music kind of stops like 
smashing pumpkins era like kind of there and then like anything new i don't you know what i mean so when they do anything that's newer then i'm like oh okay so this is that you know like lcd sound system or something like any of their music i don't know anything about but like classic rock or any of that 80s stuff i'm so here for so and again bayless's voice was like perfect so yeah i think i read like a cover uh, a comment online too that was like uh They've never heard a hollow note song go type two. For a jam. And I was like, <laughs> that's that, perfect yeah. though. Yeah, that's spot yeah. on. Definitely. I wonder about like those songs being allowed on Hall of Fame because you're like, can you put it on there? Like I, I always wonder what like the rules are with some songs and like how it works because like, those were good. So yeah. I know they do have one cover, I think on 17 or 18, between Wappy, and it's the Kane cover, and uh, I think that was the only one that I, I know of being on there. I know Sonky, they're coming well, to yeah. fans and things that they kind of put their dabble Yeah, definitely not a whole thing. Well, that's them. what I wonder if because they, like, jam the end of it, does it become, like, how they were able to release the mashup songs, mm -hmm. you know, because there is that artistic liberty, you know, they're not covering it note for note, you know. So I just, like, wonder how that works because things like that, I think, should be considered you know yeah. tossed in the ring because everybody everybody i've been talking to brings up those two songs from that set specifically so everybody feels the same way mm -hmm. so what do you think about maybe one that wasn't the best i mean i personally feel like i mean i was just at summer camp but i think once in a lifetime shouldn't have even been considered i mean if if you're gonna pick a talking head song there's a lot of other ones they do. So I think that for me was like, you could have picked something else to throw on there, I think, but not in any way, shape or form was it like a bad version, you know, but. Oh yeah, it was fun. Yeah, do you wanna take that or? Yeah, but we just got it too. And I know like we've listened to Talking Heads a lot. So like it was a fun experience to kind of get it in a festival setting and then in a concert, but like right like back to back. So we kind of like got both experiences and then it's like, okay, we can. <laughs> yeah. I can cool on that. <laughs> For sure. Uh, I'm usually not a complaint at all, but I definitely think that if they started the, I think it was the first night with the acoustic set. If they started off the night with the acoustic set and then worked its way up to more high, like, you know, that energy, I think it would have been, um, you know, kind of a cool little experience, but either way, like uh, the acoustic set for me was like, really fun. So nothing knocking on the acoustic side. It's just more the placement of where it could have been. Yeah. And, um, I guess like, uh, I, like I was telling Andrina, anytime it's like the, the crowd gets to choose, it kind of scares me because I think we missed out on a rocker one acoustically. And till today, I'm like so upset. By it surprises it. me sometimes with the way this goes. Like, I'm like, really? Okay, guys. <laughs> I thought we were all in this together. <laughs> right. There's a reason it wasn't on that list, but we still yeah. wrote that into, I think, for our. Oh, yeah, 100%. Choices. I know a bunch of people that did. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, I think that. And um, I always say when the band gets to choose their own songs, it's like, ah, okay, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. 
Depending so thoughts on, on that two song set then? Oof. Yeah. That was that this was one of those rides where I'm like, well, are they ever? Is it like ever gonna? When's the roller coaster ending? But no, it's um like 20 minutes later, and I'm still loving it. <laughs> for sure. I wondered for a minute if we were gonna get like a 60 minute DBK or something, and I'm like, mm. yeah. I'm yeah. here for everything that happened though. That was yeah. More yeah, of that, well, please. That yeah, just full on creative energy, just the whole entire time. I'm I'm a, I'm a sucker when it comes to like three song sets or four song sets. Like I'm just I'm there to hear them play whatever they want at the end of the day. But obviously the jams are always kind of uh, my bread and butter when I'm there. And it kind of just helps me kind of um, focus on other things versus just lyrics and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And get lost in the music, which is is part of the reason why you're there for sure. Oh, yeah. Plus, it makes like a good like workout soundtrack. Especially that James Bond. <laughs> that James, yeah, that James Bond. Yeah. I gotta work out there. I was squatting that whole time. <laughs> I just can't even with Jake and his Arnold. Like every single time, like we try to, the kids and I were doing like a try not to laugh challenge, and I, I lose every time. I'm like, I can't even. <laughs> just so good. They're very good. Yeah, they're good at those impressions. I always say that, like. It's uh, yeah. they're pretty spot on, like Myers, especially when he does those like Christopher Walken impressions. <laughs> it, the Mike, the whole Michael McDonald, like recently, that whole thing, like I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it needs we need that we need that filler within all the yeah. good music. Just definitely <laughs> the not take yourself too seriously part. Like that's what life is about, yeah, especially now. Like we can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of why I got into Humphreys to begin with was because of like the humor behind it. It's just like they have so many silly moments that it's like, okay, I like I like when they're like trolling people in the crowd or they're just trying to mess around. I, I think that's the fun of it for me. They don't take themselves hyper seriously as some bands do. And um, they know how to like laugh at themselves pretty consistently too, which is I think is a great just trait in general. And definitely good balance of that and professionalism as well <laughs> well I think it's just like anything when when people are having fun doing something like every we all gravitate to it because they're having a good time so you're like yeah that I want to be near that so that's yeah, a big a big for drop sure. for all of us I think yeah. all right so did you guys contribute anything to the S2 that was the uh, the one that you have to text in. I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Um, we attempted. We attempted a few. <laughs> I know, like I was pretty proud of my uh, 24 hour New Jersey strip club request. Um, <laughs> but I know my buddy Wallace. I think he was telling me that he put in the uh, math rock meets salties. Nice. That one. So he was really happy about that. And it actually like made me believe that like, wow, it's all really like, you know, you can sure. all really text it in. <laughs> yeah. um, I knew a couple people that night that got their, uh, their votes. And so I thought that was awesome. Um, yeah. That the keyboard galaxy was, I listened to that Jeez. way too much at this point. Um, oh my God. Marley is so stoked about that. And she like loves Kyle anyways. And then I told her and then we watched it and she's just like, Oh, <laughs> she's, it I was love awesome. it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was an awesome, awesome request. And 
you know, that whole, uh, the whole part from like, uh, I think the trance, the evil trance or whatever it was and evil ambiance, that whole thing was just so cool. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, that made me like for the next couple of weeks, just re-listen to the other S2 sets that there were in the past, because again, I thought that's where like uh, they shine is the creativity portion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost like when you go and watch somebody like live paint, it's, it's like the same thing I kind of get from like the S2 experience with them. For you sure. Know? And it's, it's like the best kind of writing prompt. It's like the live, it's live yeah. art. Like it's exactly yeah. what it is. It's when it's more, it's more live art than a concert. I think that set specifically. Mm -hmm. When I show like buddies, the, the band, sometimes I'll show it to them and I'll show them like that, those type of sets. And then I'll tell them it's like, uh, um, whose line is it anyway? Like that one, that one show back in the day, but just mm -hmm. the musical version of it. Mm -hmm. And people get kind of hyped on that. So obviously you don't want to do it too often because it'll lose the, the magic. But, you know, at the same time, I would love to hear those type of things more often or more incorporated because, again, I just think it's really fun to have them do that. I think there was one last year as well. Well, not last year, but. Uh, yeah, last time. Yeah, last time. I think it was like Underwater Ghosts. And that was really cool. I remember that one. I do remember that. Well, yeah. and it makes you wonder, like what of this we're going to see later, like specifically something like keyboard galaxy with like, we're going to see some of that come back somewhere sometime. Like there's just no way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's totally doable. Like they can, they have so much creativity, even with the, the sabotage and so everyone just taking a full switch, which mm -hmm. I don't think either of us have ever seen before either. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. fun. That's really fun. Yeah, that is. That was a cool. I mean, we're at we're at the stage in life now that if Joel really wanted to, he can get some exco exco like uh, skeletons as like forearms. Then he can have his own keyboard galaxy, and everybody can do whatever that <laughs> they want. Maybe they can join Farrag and make it like the uh, I don't know the percussion get the galaxy or something. Make its own thing. The dunes of the percussion. I don't know. You could take like drums to a whole new level. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that'd be cool. Yeah. So is this the first time you guys have been to Humble? No, no. Um, second? second or third. third. Yeah, okay. I think this is, we've done every Humble we've ever done has been at Capitol Theater. Oh, so, nice. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if it's been two or three now, but I, I think it's been three. But again, my memory is so easy at this point when it comes to like how many of these you go to. Yeah, no, I understand. So what are your thoughts on two nights, three sets instead of one night, four sets? Uh, I mean, I'm a fan of the one night, four yeah. sets, and then the second night just being a random, you know, normal night, an evening mm -hmm. with whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, two sets, three days is still awesome i mean i'm not going to complain about six sets of music but you still get the same amount if it was two days and put that way too so um you know four sets for me because i don't want to sleep anyway so <laughs> keep it going as long as we can yeah but um i'm sure the band appreciates it having being three sets and then being able to rest and also be creative two nights in a row versus just being one 
Yeah. Especially now being able to just play as much as they possibly can in front of an audience, especially inside a building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts? That night I would have been. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel at this point too. Just play anything guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm also a fan of the, the one night four sets that kind of felt more like the, the football event or the sporting event of mm -hmm. the year where you're really there for all those hours it like felt four like, quarters yeah 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 it was more like what hockey i guess yeah this yeah. time yeah <laughs> yeah really um which isn't a bad thing but i guess <laughs> it's just um just preference i understand why they did it it, it kind of makes sense it was nice to still have two nights it's still such a you know going to the cap is always so nice for us too so yeah two nights there's we'll take it <laughs> For sure. For sure. And there's always that nice thing about like going to sleep or not going to sleep, but having the anticipation for the next day, like knowing that there's more. So yeah, that's nice for sure. So is there anything else that you guys wanted to share? I mean, you mentioned Bobby shorts and anybody I've talked to has not mentioned it yet. And I think since you brought it up, we need to mention it. Because the, oh, yeah. the review will be has. not complete if we do not mention this. So just got to at least shout it out, make mention of how fantastic the view of view was, I'm sure, for you guys right on the rail. So oh, it, was, it was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. You know, just being three feet below that was great. <laughs> um, also, I, I think all of our requests was to see the shorts get shorter throughout the sets. And I think by night two, if I'm not mistaken, he was wearing some, some blue short shorts that were fantastic, as Bayless could I love say, it. Right? Gave the so, crowd exactly what they wanted. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I'm... <laughs> the icing on the cake. I guess I'm more disappointed, if anything, if we're talking about disappointment, that we didn't get, like, maybe for the poster that night, it could have been him in the short shorts. We could have had the, the, the calendar, even. Uh, we can get Sam in short shorts, Bobby in short shorts. I think crew. we should do this for the next fundraiser. Get the crew like on the calendar in the shorts and raise money for something. Like yeah, I'm, I'm sure here for this. They, they love it. I'm sure like they wouldn't get any thoughts. They'd be on my wall. And if they're all autographed at that point, then what's the difference? Right. So you know, uh, KB can be on there too. We can go down the whole list of crew and. I'm sure we'll they all look great, but in, in all seriousness, it's also great on Bobby. He looks fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. And I mean, up. seriously, like I always rib on him, but I mean, for him to, you know, show up for himself like that is mm -hmm. that's fucking awesome. So good for him. Seriously. And to like want to show off your hard work, like fuck yeah, bro. Like own it. So oh, good yeah, for no. him. I'd be concerned if he wasn't fucking with people or vice versa. <laughs> Um, I think that's the typical Jersey in us, to be honest. If we're not messing with people, then we're not really showing that we care. And also, that's also the best part about him is that, you know, he doesn't take himself that seriously, that he's able to do that kind of stuff. Um, 1930s uh, body lifter type stuff, you know? Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we loved it. Um, I, I think this year, too, which was cool, was the little football they gave us. And yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Uh, we had the hide the the but, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even yeah, even the uh, even the uh, the bracelets. The bracelet yeah. That was funny. But it's almost like we get to just take a trip back in time. Make twenty twenty actually happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah full, 
the foil for that night was beautiful too. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. know that um, normally it was cool, but as a foil, I think it was a whole new piece or a whole new art piece. And uh, that would have been a cool little thing if we got that, I think. That's cool. Yeah, it looked really nice. I like the the way that it looked. So nice. So is there anything else that you guys wanted to share or whatever from the weekend? Oh. I love search for, oh, yeah. and I just yeah. want to get an acoustic rocker one day. I'm so happy they played <laughs> search for, I've been mm-hmm. asking for that song for so long. So I'm a little butthurt. I wasn't there, but Hey, they played it. That's all dust it off. Do that. That was I great. Mean, if we're going yeah. that far, like Senor mouse, I think that was what an eight year gap or something. Yeah. If mm-hmm. not more. I think so. I had it written right here. I think 2016. Ooh, yeah, 2016. 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I know you know that was always something that kind of hurt me because uh, we were going to do the night three of the Beacon before the blizzard. So being okay. able to get it it's still in New York was really cool. Uh, and again, to have it in the cover set was also a treat because then after that, I started del- delving into that catalog more and under- seeing that music. And again, mm-hmm. it sounds crazy, but you know these are things that there's so much music out there that it's hard to digest it all sometimes. Oh, absolutely. And there's so much influence of like your age and your friends and your parents and, you know, there's just so much. So it's, I've said that many, many times, how much I love that about them is, you know, opening your horizon so much. And I I fangirled a bunch when they, when at least like, again, when we, when it was like math rock into soul or math rock meets soul, any mention of math rock for Mumphreys was like, whoa. I was really, really excited. And again, it was, it was good. It was fun, but uh, I want, you know, if anything, it'd be cool to see them incorporate that more often, especially with the unique, unique uh, type signatures that they have. It'd be Mm -hmm. cool to see that kind of engage in those type of things or even cover those type of bands. I don't know if there's many like eighties math rock bands though. Well, that's cool too, because it, you know, forces them, you know, maybe they, thought about it but we're a little afraid to attempt it or whatever but now it's out there and you're like well fuck we have to try this now so yeah you can't just say no and just like pick another one so you know it pushes them too outside of their comfort zone where it's like you don't have a choice you have to play this i think like jake could play like advanced algebra rock if he really wanted to i don't think it would matter for him he can play anything so i think and the band is especially so i think if they really want to delve into it i think they could you know definitely make that part of it for the future and um i guess the last thing for me was like uh for me it was like andy singing at the end there was you know always no, fun for a second um, we thought we weren't gonna let andy rap because i'm, yeah. no, I'm sure everyone voted for that <laughs> yeah yeah well it was great that chris got you know so many in the cover set too like Mm-hmm. how how often does that happen like chris is getting a lot of lead what like three songs i think yeah, yeah that was so that's uh, cool the whole band switch i really had a chance yeah, yeah the whole like really shine when everybody switched in the band and you had joel take the front <laughs> spot and everybody move around that was like again those are the reasons i love that band and um i think that's what attracted me about them at summer camp when i first saw them in 13 was that whole stage with uh, stage uh, switch with Mo and everything? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, those little things that keep me surprised is why I keep coming. And 
to this day, they still keep me somewhat surprised. And I'm, I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Which is awesome after, you know, seeing them as many times as collectively, all three of us, if we added it together, it's a lot of shows. So to have that feeling is awesome with anything, you know, keeps it fresh for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is that they keep it fresh for that kind of stuff. And most of every night's something different. So it's like fresh and shuffle. Yeah. Something different, learning something new, didn't Mm -hmm. know before after all this time <laughs> for sure for sure yeah all right well I, that's everything i have if you guys are all set yeah. thanks yeah i mean i'm pretty good with everything again mother mother too was cool yeah i uh, could go like, on a rant for hours about how thrilled i am that that happened <laughs> i was kind of um i remember like wandering around the after party later with my buddy and i was like was that Pink Floyd? And he was like, I don't know, man. I was like, dude, I think that was a Pink Floyd cover there. So yeah, least, it was. <laughs> so I was happy that I at least knew that one. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. I'm happy cool. they yeah. played that for sure. Yeah. I'm here for it all day for the Floyd covers. The Gilmore from Jake, like, do it. I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I think we asked you, you were you doing Norva or no? No, we're not, I'm not doing Norva. My next show is South Bend. And then I don't know what's what's going to happen after that, but I'll definitely yeah. be there. But I, you guys aren't going to be there, are you? Uh, I mean, never say never, right? We're the most yeah. impulsive people we know. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we who never know, right? I, I'd like to maybe think we'll end up there. I don't know how we'll end up at the Norva at this point, but we are. So yeah, uh, I was surprised when you asked me. I was like, wow, okay. You just, yeah. We got to put the Subaru through some, uh, through the road or else it's going to get rusty. So <laughs> we got to be on the road for a little bit. And I don't want the cat to be like overly attached to me either. I wanted to like, you know, be more attached to my mom and other people at the same time and people coming through the house. So at yeah. that point, uh, being on the road is a good idea unless he wants to come along. <laughs> well, it's nice to get out too now that we're like able to do stuff. So I'm like here oh, for yeah. it. I'm like, let's go and do things. <laughs> I think we're only a year away till Iceland or less than more. that now. Less. What is it? March. So yeah. like soon <laughs> like super sure. soon. Yeah. We're, we're very excited for that and you know that's still the the cherry on this on the year for us and last year for us so hopefully she gets to leave the country for the first time and we get to it'll be the first stuff. time for me I mean I've been to Canada but I live like five minutes away like I could go to Canada right now and be back in 20 like mm-hmm minus the border, you know, so I don't consider going to Canada as leaving the country. So I've never left the country either. So I'm excited for that. I guess so technically you never left the hemisphere, right? Or the the continent? Nope. No. Yeah. I've only been like to Toronto, which is like two hours for me. So I don't, I just, I don't count that because it's, it's not a different country. It is, but it's not. So yeah, no, it's gonna for us, yeah. The Iceland thing is still like the biggest thing for both of us, and it's gonna be. Uh, I, th- I think it's gonna be super fun to be able to fly out with your friends and still see your favorite band in a different country, and you know, just be silly in a different place. It's gonna be funny when we're all there in the morning in the airport, and we're all just like infiltrated Iceland. 
<laughs> I don't even want to think about having to go through the airport in the morning. I just want to get to my hotel, sleep, and then uh, figure out how to get to the other stuff we got to do. All right. Well, All right. I will let you guys go and get to the rest of your evening. Well, thank you. We enjoy yeah. talking to you and uh, yeah. you know, send our love to everybody. I will. It was great to see both of you. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So that's everything I have for this second Umbul episode. Thank you again to Drina and Alex for taking the time. I really, really appreciate it. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for a whole bunch of stuff, including where you can listen to the weekend and anything that I mentioned or maybe Alex or Drina mentioned in our conversation. Also in the show notes, you'll find the DATC pod vault stuffed with a ton of great past episodes for you to binge on, where you can get your subscription to Crooked Conversations, shop the DATC store, and so much more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week for two more conversations about Umble. Mad love.